You're about to listen to a good episode's production. And if you don't think it's good, I encourage you to write to your local representatives. So the, this is the this is the Chaz and Janos podcast. I guess. Um, we still haven't clapped. <laughs> well, I guess there's no point in clapping. No, I know. If, uh, back, uh, back to the classics. George misses this it. Is, this, is what, this is how it was always supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> Funko style. This is what the people want. You're fucking... <laughs> George just wrote, can you hear me in the... I guess he wrote this like five minutes ago and it took yeah. this long to... That's very funny. Because George is currently not on in our call. He disappeared. He has disappeared. Um, we're experiencing massive technical You're difficulties. And for once, it's well, not, not my fault. Not we. George is facing... <laughs> I'm trying to do it as like a solidarity thing. Yeah, no, it's not This like is... George's, I mean, this George's is back failures. to... <laughs> This is back to basics, though. Like first yeah, episode makes me, makes me feel at home. Um, yeah. People not doing. I mean, it is way less stressful. See, the the thing is, if if like I'm the one experiencing technical trouble, right? It's the worst thing in the world. And yeah, I'm, so... I'm gonna I'm gonna kill myself. This yeah. is awful. If it's someone else, it if it's George, it's just funny. Yeah. <laughs> if it's like you or Robin, I kind of feel bad. Because yeah. I can, I can see that you're about to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he says, "I think Chrome dies." <laughs> what does that mean? As his, I think his laptop maybe has just like absolutely died. Is it dead? Dead? Is this? The I bench through fifty. I think Chrome dies. It's <laughs> fucked. They just don't want us to record. Sometimes I feel like that, and I'm like, what? <laughs> What did I do? <laughs> if it's me and it's not working, I'm like, what did I do to the universe to make it do this to myself? But I had a very interesting experience um, the uh-huh. other day when I was editing, where there was a there was a few episodes ago I was experiencing tef- technical difficulties and it was really stressing me out. Um, and then we recorded the end of the podcast and I was like, well, that was probably terrible because I was so stressed out that it was probably like sounded really unfunny and awful. And then when I reco- when I was editing it, it sounded fine and normal, and I was like, "Damn, perception really does change your yeah. like, interpretation of things." That's so crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's like when you're on stage and uh, and you have uh, like a every second feels oh, like oh, a I can't minute, hear you, but yeah. I'll just ch- I'll just I'll just check something. He's just checking. Mm, just They're checking. checking. <laughs> They're checking. Mike. Oh, uh, he's gone. Okay. <laughs> I was hopeful there for a that second. That was that was like a sh- that was a bright moment, shining shining in the wilderness. But yeah, no, I think I think editing a podcast really does change. You know, it it, just, it really changed my view on like my normal conversations that I have with other people because I'll come out uh-huh. of it and I'll be like, wow, I was so like mad inside, or I was like so I think I was talking too much because I was nervous or something, and everyone else will be like, no, it seemed normal, it was fine. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, it's true. I've experienced it myself with podcast recording. So you're having podcast style conversations like all the time. Well, no, but that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think all my conversations are kind of like a podcast because I'll just talk, um, just for like ten minutes nonstop about something that I'm reading and just really annoy the people around me. Can you hear us now, George? Can you hear me? This is good, isn't it? I can't hear any of you. <laughs> Sad, I had such great content. I mean, this has been great content until, like, George showed up. And, uh, like, every time he rejoins, he, he destroys the, the flow. Like, 
yeah. of our conversation. Um, what's he? What's he? <laughs> what's he showing us here? <laughs> what screenshots is he showing us? Well, this is a this is the curse of USB flash. or or like Bluetooth. Yeah. Like this is this is why you always Bluetooth need things with a wire. Wires are so great. These are my like great wired headphones, and they're so fucking crisp and and they never let me down, and I love them. Yeah, yeah. Once you like introduce magic into the equation, like you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> why are we using crystals and shit to like? play out audio like obviously it's going to be bad if you do that Let's have a solid connection to the to the earth a mineral like, connection yeah to your like computer would it be uh, being a um being a streamer must be like really stressful uh, yeah like if you're doing live streams all the time like if technology ever fucked up you'd just be so mad and you'd be mad online like live hello can you guys- hello um hello <laughs> yeah Okay, Crow's decided to work again, but it's still slow okay. and weird. Right. I can't... If I open a new tab, it will crash. Can you, can you go on time.is on your phone instead? I, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Well, this um, has been... But should, you can we start, should we start recording again? <laughs> I kind of like the, the conversation me and Janosch has been having, so I think, yeah, we, okay. I think we should keep it. We'll, well cut out a little bit. Going, but... this, is, this is fucked. Yeah, I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just mute you so people can have the same experience that me and Janos have. Mm. <laughs> no, it's the... I mean, we heard what he said. Yeah. You could put elevator music in the background like uh, like all the big boys do. Glorious. That's at 10.54, baby. That's fucking clapped. Clapped, clapped AF. Um, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not looking at my I'm computer. I'm not afraid to use it. Um, yeah, I mean, look, if we had started even later, we would like still be george would still be figuring his headphones out george would still be figuring it out it would be 10 p.m it would be it would be nighttime i mean it would you know it would be it would be like eric would be like a fifth into the godfather pack too yeah there would be like owls going in the background yeah, the moon. I don't light remember would be shining through anything my about. I was gonna do a bit about like which part of the movie he's at, but I only remember like the one thing that happens like at the end or like at, at pretty late in it. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anything really that happens in the Godfather Part Two about apart from like the big betrayal moment, which I have seen gifs of. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm sure that's going to be very shocking when it happens. Yeah, um, I was shocked because that I'll was be also shocked. the one moment I knew before. It. Mm-hmm. But there's like a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of other great shit in there, and I love to see Robert De Niro brackets young. So I'll have a. I'll have I a also time. saw it. He's not quite as young in where like. No, Robert De Niro is really young. Yeah, but not as young as he was in the first one. Robert De Niro well, wasn't, wasn't in, in the first, the first one. one. Oh, sorry, you're I'm thinking, thinking of Pacino. Al Pacino. Yeah, <laughs> that is. That's so As embarrassing. Said, How dare you get my two boyfriends mixed up? Look, Italian, Italian, American men all look the same. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I heard someone. This is really offensive. Someone in the Pigot Discord was like, "I always mix up uh, Stallone and Al Pacino," and I was like, "That's so that's no way! Like, that's do you just think all Italians look the same?" But then I saw like the cover of cruising and every time i see it i think that's like sylvester stallone in it like just from <laughs> that one angle he really does look like stallone so now i get it it's the um it's the jawline oh, i've I gotta watch gotta watch cruising it seems do you think because like cruising famously like al pacino hated playing a gay man and was 
Yeah. Like really, really hated the experience of it. Um, and uh, and oh, yeah, uh, the like, William Friedkin allegedly like filmed like a bunch of like hardcore gay pornography to be in the movie that was then cut out <laughs> people were real people were real cowards with movies in the 80s you know what i mean like they should put more of that hardcore pornography in there in my opinion <laughs> i think that would make it better um but like especially and the other funny thing is that i mean i sent you the clip where he like that was like the greatest the, the commentary, of his the commentary, commentary yes. but so like famously funny. he Incredible. wanted to have Richard Gere, but they made him put Al Pacino in it because he was the biggest star. And like to this day, he thinks that Richard Gere should have been in it. I think he Richard Gere would have been Pacino. up for it. I feel, I feel like Richard Gere, for whatever he was like as a person, I don't know a lot about him, but he was very like up for stuff in movies. So I think he would have been like chill about it, maybe. Yeah, he was in American Gigolo. Yeah, I mean, you saw his dick in that movie, so it's like, you know, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> That's a good movie. I watched that recently, and because uh, I was listening to the You Must Remember This episode about it, and she was saying it's like the first movie of the 80s, and uh-huh. it really, like, the first, like, 80s, 80s movie, and it really does feel like that. Like, it's it's crazy. It's just immediately, like, blondie music in, like, a car, and it's like, objects buying stuff we're in the 80s now baby it's crazy yeah it's a great movie it's the 80s baby it's the 80s baby oh it's called yeah i I remember it there's another portrait (laughs) movie that just showed up on criterion uh called hardcore which is like about i think uh god hardcore it's like a really famous Oh yeah, George C. Scott is in it and he discovers that his daughter is like acting in porno. Mm. Uh, and it I, I think the the famous tagline of so the poster of this movie is like George C. Scott holding his head like this in a little <laughs> frame in the corner. And then it says hardcore and it's a hope it's a big like black like background with the quote saying, Oh my god, that's my daughter. <laughs> Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my daughter. My daughter. My daughter's doing pornography. <laughs> it's, my, it's my daughter. It's my daughter right there. Ever more relevant in a, in a post-OnlyFans world. You know, every all around the world, daughters mm-hmm. are doing pornography. Um, yeah. You know, more and more. So, so yeah, real. I mean, I, so true. I don't have a daughter, so I don't understand... Uh, what that would feel like yeah i am a daughter i know it mm. seems strange but it's true <laughs> <laughs> well that's what all of, that's what all daughters say yeah daughters will be like you don't even know it but i'm a daughter men will be like yeah. oh shit she's a daughter she's a daughter of someone that's um, my daughter right there that's my daughter right there yeah i mean i'm i'm a brother of daughters so that's true so you sort of get it you know you understand yeah, you, you you got that yeah. feeling. I've, I've like. been around daughters. <laughs> <laughs> I've known a few daughters in my time. I've been around some daughters, yeah. <laughs> well, then it don't change as they all got dads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but da- daughter porno really is like big these days. <laughs> That's the thing I love about daughters. You get older and they still keep uh, having they dads. Still, they still keep having- <laughs> <laughs> you 
know, sometimes sometimes they meet a girl in Alaska. I'll be like, do you have a dad? And she'll tell me. And sometimes she's lying, but I don't care. I just need to know. <laughs> I'm afraid to like talk in my normal accent because I'll lose this. <laughs> <laughs> you go on the internet and you can't escape videos that are all caught some shit like Sucked off by someone else's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen daughters on the news. You know, they put the daughter, they put them out there. They're, they're on the news. Yeah. They're in films. They're in TV. I think it's I mean, the these days of they, daughters has gone too far. You want to know? These the days queen they even let daughter. daughters vote. The queen wasn't a daughter. You take that back. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Not gonna, not gonna do that voice anymore. Okay. <laughs> And he's out. He's out. Everybody. I was getting lost Don't in worry. that. He's not gonna. Um, he's not gonna. Yeah. He was lost in the character. It was. It was. He was getting too into it. It was like an undercover police. No, agent. just physically. He's too close to the target. <laughs> um. Yeah, I've seen Serpico. Yeah, and it fucking rocks. Actually, it's great. It's a good film. It's a great movie. I watched Serpico recently. Great movie. Also, Al Pacino mm. back on the back on the Italian men tangent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if a cop Wearing became like, a hippie and was like, "Hey, cops suck." <laughs> what if Al Pacino had like the worst facial hair that you could possibly give Al Pacino, and just like he looks like into, shit, like, a it's mound great. Of hair, uh, wears like the world's worst hats, you know? It's kind of an era. You take me uh, back yeah. there, you know what I mean? I was just gonna say his. Uh, I mean, we talk. We can talk all about Al Pacino here, but. Uh, but it's not it's not L anymore. It's Dunk. It's Dunk Pacino. Dunk Pacino. Okay. That's a quarter podcast. Um <laughs> hello. <Yeah. laughs> and well <laughs> What does thou want? What's thou like to delicious? I'm gonna cast a spell on you. And you need to speak to You're me. gonna do what I want you to Answer me. Mix it up here in my little bowl Say a few words and you lose control I'm a hex girl And I'm gonna put a spell on you I'm gonna put a spell on you I'm a hex girl And I'm gonna put a spell on you Okay, (laughs) hello and welcome to Watching the Watch A Terry Pratchett a Terry Pratchett Discord podcast. This is an uh, Italian podcast. This is your favorite. This is uh, this is a podcast about Italians by Italians. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it, it's it's hosted by four people who have all been got by drones and are trapped in one horrible psychedelic dream together. Oh uh, no, it's a well, drone. Currently three. Robin's not quite here at the moment, but maybe we'll drop in later. We live inside a dream. That's kind of true. Mm. Um, yeah, Robin I mean... was, was kind of concerning because Robin was messaging us uh, saying, guys, I can't come to the podcast because there's this piece of cheese that I really yeah, need to a, eat. Yeah, it's a really delicious piece of cheese. <laughs> and I think I'm going to eat it. And we were like, no, don't eat the cheese. And they were like, I think I'm going <laughs> to eat the cheese. <laughs> I think I might just eat some cheese. Yeah, I just got to try a little bit. Like, what's the harm? You know, um, in Drome. Went in Drome. Um, I'm your host Chaz, and I identify with Tiffany because I'm also surrounded by short ginger men trying to breed me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ! <laughs> they don't want to breed her, Chaz. <laughs> I know. That's where the that's where the similarity. She's too is. large and also nine. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, she's nine years old, so she's nine years old. It, yeah. It's a little bit uh, cancelled of Terry Pratchett to even make me think about <laughs> yeah, in nine years old being to... wedded and bred. Wedded to like a hundred blue men. <laughs> I think I think it's very yeah. sus. And yeah. also the blue men are minor coded because they're very small. Because they're small, yeah. And Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's what the like Spanish translation of this book is? is like, they all just speak all in like, Italian they're accent. They're like, hey, I needed the pizza. <laughs> I love it to steal because I'm with the mafia. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, I have, I have very exciting news. Uh, I've been working on a video game adaptation of the first uh, Tiffany Aking book and uh, well they rejected it at Sony uh, they rejected it at Microphone but Nintendo just called and said that they're gonna put it on their console so get ready for We Free Men that's ha- okay, okay. Uh, uh, I'm gonna kill you there we go <laughs> <laughs> what if it was Il Womi Piccolo uh, libre, eh? <laughs> eh? Oh, eh? Italian. Mm. Um, I'm drinking a delicious Spanish Melzen beer. I don't know why the Spanish are making it now, but it's pretty good. I'm your host, George. Mm-hmm. I don't have a joke today. Good to... <laughs> because I've been... The Spanish are making beers these they days. Are. That's the joke in itself. The Spanish are making beers, and the UK are pretending that the Spanish are making beers yeah. by uh-huh. putting madri everywhere and pretend- and putting a Spanish yeah. guy on the front and being like, this is definitely yeah. Spanish. If you'd asked us last- a year ago what madri was, we would say, what's that? And now yeah. it's I'd ubiquitous. I'd say, what the fuck is madri? Yeah. Now is that an app... <laughs> There's yeah. a Madri app. Yeah. You can get Madri branded sportswear. I don't understand this like strange new world. <laughs> yeah, there's in, a, but I don't feel comfortable. The Matt Hancock. Guy knocking at your door and he's like, Una cerveza, por favor. <laughs> but then you pull off his mask and it mask and it's Rushi Sunak. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, this this is the app that will kill the Matt Hancock app. Um previously British yeah. the biggest British app. Um, you, yeah. you no longer the will be able to see one. Matt Hancock. You will be only be able to see a guy wearing like a hound's tooth waistcoat with a with a fucking beard and a flat cap. He's, to be fair, not un-British coded. Yeah, not Spanish coded though. To be honest, <laughs> you know, I don't mm. have them chalked up as the kind of people who like to pretend they're in Peaky Blinders. Yeah, I was I was informed by Tom that that is like a traditional Spanish kind of old man uh, outfit. So. Uh. Maybe that's just what everyone wears in every country. I thought, <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to be Peaky Blinders. <laughs> yeah, everyone's trying to be Peaky Blinders these days. Mm. It's no your landlord you wants know. to be Peaky Blinders. We know most of all, all landlords are Peaky Blinders. Mm. Um, <laughs> cr- criminals. Are you a buy? Are you a buy to let landlord right. of a two up two down house um, outside of Salisbury? You you probably like Peaky Blinders a lot. Do you know yeah. what's strange? What there used to be a. There used to be a house on my route to school um, that had a big homemade sign that said to let. And for some reason in my like 15-year-old brain, I just assumed it was a misspelling of toilet. <laughs> I just thought that they put toilet on a sign and left out the I. And I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> I mean, that's not, a, not an unreasonable 
I don't know conclusion to come to, like when presented with the the evidence that was there. Which I I do like to take on the evidence. You can call that my second thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. This is crazy that the I was looking up like Peaky Blinders memes, like yeah, like all your recently. Just just I I was I was making like some some ironic meme stuff, and I was looking up like Peaky Blinders meme templates, and it was shit like teacher we are going on a field trip to england and girls in class london uh london eye tower bridge <laughs> boys in class and then it's an image of like all of them wearing their hats the peaky blinder mm. hats mm-hmm, mm-hmm. european vibes this, this yeah. just makes sense to me yeah they love to wear <laughs> hats uh- <laughs> Yeah, they love. Yeah, they're to, all. They love picking. I'm just imagining, like you know, you get, um, you know, you get like tours of Bath for like slightly sad American women, um, who like Jane Austen yeah. a little bit too much. Nothing wrong with Jane mm-hmm. Austen or liking it. Um, yeah, uh, careful what you say right now. Or being a on, sad you're woman. You're on thin fucking no, ice. Nothing wrong with Jane. Oh, Austen. so being a sad woman is illegal now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I'm, it's misogyny time. Um, <laughs> well, women uh, suffered enough. Yes, time to set up yeah. a gender binary uh, for for fun, and then watch yeah, it spin no, off. No women in bath. No. Um, there's loads of women in bath. <laughs> women love baths. Men shower. I love bath. Yeah, um, it's pretty. Um, yeah, imagining like tourists going to Birmingham to try and do the same thing for Beaky Blinders. And then being extremely disappointed when all of the like industrial grime they're expecting is replaced by like a plate glass shopping center. <laughs> yeah, that's real Birmingham vibes. Yeah, I did have a very funny experience with a man from Birmingham um, on a date Ooh. where we were sitting by the harbor, and um, he was like, and I was like, "Oh, what have you seen of Bristol?" Because he'd moved there like a week ago. And he was like, I haven't seen it much. I mean, I've seen like the big canal. And he went into the harbor. Because <laughs> to, the, to the Birmingham man, everything's a canal. Yeah, Brummie's going to the sea and they're like, wow, I can't see the other He's side like, of this wow, canal. It's the biggest canal I've ever seen. <laughs> um, uh, you know, there's a, t- a period of time shorter than the New York, New York, minute, mi- uh, New York minute which is the time between someone telling you they're from Birmingham and then them saying that they have more canals than Venice. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Apparently that was never actually proven. They just assumed it was true and then just put it on all the signs. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there, there are a lot of canals in Venice, you know? Yeah, right? Yeah. But they're just like Birmingham yeah, is bigger, I mean, so there's probably more. Also, nobody's going to count no. them. It's Venice and Birmingham. Yeah. Oh, I love the Birmingham Canal. So pretty. Mm. Let me get on my <laughs> Zapparetto. Going on a romantic like gondola ride. Sipping my yeah, espresso. The watching the shopping trolleys yeah. float down the canal towards the uh, <laughs> yeah. towards the river. Yeah. Well, watch out. Oh no, I'm getting stabbed by the Peaky Blinders. Oh. <laughs> yes, that happens in Birmingham a lot. <laughs> the Peaky the Peaky Blinders are just on the streets now. They're, they're like sneaking gonna, they're up on your you gondolas. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're wearing like humorous sort of criminal outfits and there's, there's like funny music is playing as they sneak up on you no, they're wearing a really yeah, cool Nick big Cave coat playing. that definitely looks good on you specifically the person listening to this and you yeah. should wear it's a, a big coat that definitely doesn't make you look silly and a flat coat yeah 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 and a waistcoat that doesn't it's a bit like 
a bit bit over the top to play like the Nick Cave song about murdering people while they're doing their murders. Like it's not murdering people while they're doing their murders. Mm. That's not very polite. Yeah, not very. Okay, <laughs> I would say it's not a very. So we good read about. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't seem that great to me, but yeah, I watched I'm, like two episodes of, like, and it was like serious sort of crime sort of stuff. I was I just, I just had the same problem I have with every like crime drama, is that it gets really confusing real quick who is who and who belongs to which like faction and gang and yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I would get confused because, you know, in the end of the day, they're all British men, so who can tell them yeah. apart, not me? <laughs> they're like, um, oh, you're the criminals from London, are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what accent that was. But... I don't know. It was sort of like, it was sort of like an alien, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was like a, it was some sort of like extraterrestrial accent. I really enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> like from Futurama, he's like, yeah, like a Futurama character. Huh? Um <laughs> Should we? Do you want to talk about this book that we read the middle bit of? No, another half an hour on Peaky Blinders, and then I think we're done. Let's wrap yeah. it up, folks. Yeah, then then we get to like wrap it up. Um, okay, so we read the second third of We Free Men, uh, book by Terry Pratchett. Did we? What did you think? What were you thinking, gang? You liking it? Pretty good, good book. Yeah, I really like it. I love dreams. I'm always a fan of Terry's dream stuff in these books. I think he just he likes it a lot. It's just really I fun. Feel. He loves <laughs> being able to do like some fucked up shit with dreams and that sort of stuff. And I really understand that because I I find yeah. that very appealing oh, too. Yeah. So I always enjoy it when he like indulges. Same brain. You die in your dreams. You die in real life. Mm. Yeah. It would be fu- like it, it would look. I would not like to be like starved to death while dreaming so that I can be no. eaten by the drone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really? But that's all. <laughs> I also would enjoy that, but I think maybe I would enjoy like the fucked up dream. I like is this dream where they like... go with like the ballroom and they're all like wearing the masks? Is this a labyrinth reference or is it just like a sort of cool thing? Maybe. Because it's very Probably similar. Just... Very similar to Labyrinth, where she's in the dream and she's wearing the ball gown, and it's like a like a masquerade. Yeah, it might have. I mean, it might even be like an unconscious. Like he saw Labyrinth once, and like he came up with this. I don't know. I think it's very possible. Don't, maybe it is an intentional reference. Who knows? But then also there are. You do get a lot of stories about like fairy dances and balls. That's true. I mean, if yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of like fun fairy references. You know, we got like, you know, we don't go a hunting for fear of little men, and the wee free men are like, yes, and that was us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you read, uh, it's a later book, obviously, but uh, Jonathan Strange and Mister Norrell, um, that has lots of balls in mm. it as well. They're, people are forced to dance at a ball every balls. night, and never sleep until they waste away. Yeah. Good book. I never finished that. I like it. Yeah. Maybe I'll reread it. Mm. It's very fun. Um, I think Strange and Norrell should kiss. Oh, they do get sucked <laughs> off into a Tower That's of just... Darkness, so yeah. well, maybe they do in there. They got sucked off by a tower. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I, mean, um, I think that's very intentional, like, in a way of, like, 
they're too they're too stuck up to even like ever fuck. <laughs> yeah, they would never be able to do it successfully, but they might try. Yeah, you know? yeah. it would become like a game of one-upmanship. The book, the book is all about how Regency people are all weird freaks, essentially. Yeah, which is true. Yeah, the uh, yeah. the fairy is the what's his name? The gentleman with thistledown hair is like a an inversion of uh, like a a, a warped mirror of like Georgian high society. Including in his attitudes towards, I think, is it Stephen, the the black character? Yeah, the the yeah. yeah. He's like a yeah. sort of fancy servant. I don't know. It's an interesting book, like, I think. Yeah, like but a butler or something. Not the book we read. <laughs> <laughs> not the book we read. We're not talking no, about Mr. Stranger, Doctor Nera. We're talking about uh, We Free Men. Yeah. So there's sort of like two Give sections. <laughs> Who cares about fairies and other books? You know, people if people listen to this podcast, they don't want to hear about real. other books we enjoy reading. Um, they no, hate it when we that. don't talk about. They hate it when we talk about I anything other than the book. I, I think they hate when we read like anything else. Like Mm-mm-mm-mm. that's technically cheating. You know? Yes. Yeah. Like yeah, where right. like it's the the Terry uh, Pratchett uh, book fandom is like really prudish about that kind of stuff and they're like clutching their pearls famously famously anti-book people I hate books uh, yes. Terry Pratchett fans oh R.I.P. to oh. Discworld, Discworld Monthly <laughs> <laughs> rip bozo <laughs> R.I.P. rest in pieces uh, we bye. killed them we killed them no this it is not us. true someone else like ratted on them ratted on them yeah someone they I don't know. They got into some sort of political, pseudo-political fracker, and um, they decided that it was it was too much, and they decided to shut down. So the discourse, the discourse has gone too far. People are too mad online. The, the Discworld um, course. Yeah, yeah, they they shared they shared the news that was under embargo. Yes, uh, they they. <laughs> <laughs> they shared news that was embargoed and they weren't allowed to share and then they got in trouble. <laughs> what was the news? Let's share it. I don't know. I don't it know. was probably just like about like an adaption or oh. something. Like really Do we care? stupid and no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing about it. Like the post they they wrote about this is like written in this tone. It's so aggrieved. It's very funny. As it turned out, whilst there is news, sharing the news has become problematic. (laughs) The internet, whilst wonderful, is also a myriad of trip hazards. We've had our wrists slapped more than once because we posted information that was under embargo, which we wouldn't have published if we had known it was. (laughs) If they don't know... We also came under fire from the... How does anyone know? (laughs) Wow. It's... It also came under fire from the fandom itself because someone decided they didn't like us. That wasn't us. In our opinion, trolls with a capital T should not stay under bridges, but they should at least be fought <laughs> when they try to take your head off. <laughs> great, great writing. <laughs> Discord fans don't be cringe. Challenge impossible. <laughs> Look. This is why fandom, you should never engage with it. Your brain will rot. You should, you should, okay, you should just enjoy You should it. be a yeah. fan of anything and you should go into fandom spaces. But the, you should hate funny, everything like we do. I don't hate everything. The funny thing is that, like, you know, we. No, we don't really. 
we're we're funny little we're funny little goblins, and that's sometimes what we we talk shit about others, right? Yeah, we no. do that. But Discworld Monthly <laughs> has like not even been on our radar, like not even been on our yeah. shit list. Like it's literally just the madman. I don't even think about you <laughs> thing. Like, yeah. I mean, did we? I can't remember. Did we have a fight with Discworld Monthly? At the beginning oh, they... of the podcast, well, did they block? They kicked us out. The was it them who kicked us out the Facebook group, or was that something else? We got I, kicked out of Facebook. Group? I don't think, but they they were like, I think it was like their Facebook group or something. I yeah, don't know. was it because we were being too know. political? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. We 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 broke the no politics rule mm. in the Terry Pratchett uh, forum group, and then we got kicked out. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, they were also time. just like. Have we mellowed rude. in our old age? I feel like we don't do obnoxious things like that no. anymore and get into trouble. <laughs> I mean, we were unemployed. We were un- we were yeah. so unemployed. I wasn't. I was just. <laughs> George is always employed. <laughs> <laughs> you know the the unemployed brain. It goes to some places. It takes you to some dark places. <laughs> We hadn't even been threatened by like an Italian crypto millionaire at that point. Like oh. we had lived, we didn't know the depths. We didn't know the depths oh, yeah, that, that we happened. could reach. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting um, that you got threatened by an Italian crypto millionaire. It's yeah, I live in fear always a little. I bit, don't, but yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's because he's it's not after you. It's because we made fun of Italians. It's because we made fun of Italians. This is why we can't forgive the, <laughs> the nation of Italy. Hey, whoa! I buy other crypto. <laughs> <laughs> I steal uh, I steal the rights of the uh, of the novel. Legally actionable. Um, I think if you maybe I guess I think if you have Allegedly. like a statue of the like finance bull yeah. in your office. A golden one. You deserve to be like shot on sight. You deserve to be made fun of. I think that uh what we do is the same as like the imaginary version of the court jester that I don't think actually existed, which was that as like a, a funny truth to power truth teller. Yes. Um, which I think is just based on Terry, not Terry, based on Shakespeare plays. Like, I think if you did that in actual medieval society, they would probably just execute you. But isn't it in this interesting that, like, John Stewart and The Daily Show and The Colbert Report... It's just... They it's were just... really... They were, like, the court justice who were allowed to speak truth to power. Yeah. That's so Jimmy true. Kimmel single-handedly brought down the Trump administration. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the resistance. <laughs> yeah, Saturday Night Live and uh, yeah, Alec Baldwin's um, Emmy-nominated portrayal of oh. Donald Trump, and they yeah, did get him I in really the end. Alec so Baldwin. they got well, him. He's dead. Ladies now. and gentlemen, yeah. we got him. We got him. We got. They also SNL also like like they got RBG first though. Mm. Yeah. Red, blue, green. They killed her. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so this book... <laughs> this this <laughs> this book starts... So there's two sort of sections. In the first bit, it's Tiffany meeting the, the Kelder and being made the new Kelder and having to deal with that. And then the second part is her initial adventures in Fairyland. Yeah. Um, a nice place. So... A nice place. Yeah, we, f- we find out that Wentworth's been taken to Fairyland, where he'll never grow up. Uh, Tiffany goes to meet the Kelder. The Kelder's like, oh, I used to know Granny Aching. And we learn a lot more about, like, there's a lot of, like, really lovely sort of meditative bits on this. It's all about, like, Tiffany getting over the death of her grandmother, which 
it was like a few years ago, but she still can't quite mm. let go of. And she found her grandmother dead. She was the one mm. who found her corpse. Yeah. Which, as a child, is probably not very good for you. No. She says like she's like the center of her world, and then she just sort of disappears, and the center of the world drops out. And as like a youngest daughter, she's not really paid attention to a lot. So to her, this is like a hugely significant thing. And also she's haunted by um, giving Granny Aching like a porcelain shepherdess that she wanted a fair. And she she's just like haunted by the idea that Granny Aching thought that she was telling her that she like wasn't pretty and delicate enough as a as a shepherdess and like this is what she should have been. Which I think is Yeah, the China yeah, Shepherdess really, really, which I'm once really again good. But I'm once again dinging Terry for calling it China when there's also a different China in this world. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it should be called uh, Wow. It could be called uh, What's it called again? Agatean Porcelain. Agatean Porcelain, <laughs> Agatean. yeah. <laughs> Agatean Shepherdess. Yeah, maybe you know now that I'm saying it, maybe that would also be that would be worse. Yeah, I think that yeah. would be worse. I think I think it's fine. <laughs> It would be worse because Terry wouldn't be able to resist, like, saying... And their food is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's past that now, it's fine. Yeah, you know, he's, he's moved on. He's he's grown as a yeah. person, probably. He's discovered the Scottish. He's discovered the Scottish <laughs> and that they're funny. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the Scottish Anti-Defamation League coming after Terry Pratchett for his mm. insen- insensitive portrayals. Do you think that there are Scottish people who are genuinely offended by this uh, by this book? Uh, yes, but they're probably all Alba voters and spend most of their time posting okay. like uh, things about biological women on fa- on Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I mean I don't know how they right. would like. I feel like the thing about this book is that it's like the thirty something f in the Discworld series. Yeah, uh, and it's also for young. Re- like I I don't know how like um. Like a snowflake, easily offended Scottish person would uh, stumble upon this without, yeah. like, having already been offended by the past Terry Pratchett books. <laughs> it's a lot of anti-Scottish. Stuff. Also, that's true. Uh, it must be said, the Feagles are really cool uh, and great. They and are really them. cool. So yeah, so actually, it's yeah. fine. Who is they're this tiny book the most blue. like hateful to? Like, I guess like. <laughs> Younger siblings. <laughs> yeah, there's a repeated bit of like <laughs> Tiffany being like, I don't think I would care if Wentworth died. Um, <laughs> I don't love Wentworth. <laughs> I don't really love Wentworth, but like, this is my duty and he's my property, so I got to get him back. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about my younger siblings. Yeah. Yeah. I like my brother. I would I would rescue him from the fairies and I would do it out of affection. But I do think it's really funny that she's just like, he's like this weird, sticky child that I don't care for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone keeps being like, but do you really care? Obviously, a sister really who really cares for, for her brother. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your like, I, I, think, I think at that age, you're not capable of love. Like okay. for a for a baby sibling, right? Yeah. No, my brother certainly wasn't capable like, of love for me as a baby sibling. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's just like it's just violence. Um, yeah, but I guess because it's like he's like her responsibility. She has like postpartum depression for her <laughs> sibling. <laughs> um, <laughs> she, 
She's like, I let him die. Um, like we said before in the first part, but I do really love how Tiffany is portrayed in a way that feels like obviously she's a lot smarter and more capable than a nine year old would actually be. But she but she still is like very emotional and like petulant in a in a childlike way, which I think is good. Um and everyone's constantly being like why are you being like this? <laughs> Stop ordering me around, you small child. <laughs> <laughs> She's so good. Um, great character. I think it looks like Robin uh, is stuck in Fairyland, but they'd like to say that uh, Dreamland works the same as my laptop when it's running a game that's too big for it. And you know what? That's true. They're okay, right. so we have kind of a theme about uh, technology uh, malfunctioning here. Yeah. I think that at the end of the day, we should return to radio um, and we should record this podcast on our laptops, but instead like... should be like recording directly, like speaking directly through your radio and then you should be yes. picking it up on like a short way. Live radio is where it's at, where That's you where have it's to at. clock in every morning at 530 uh, keep people awake. Like you have yep. to be able to know where where all the buttons are. Yeah, yep. you have to know which buttons to push to get a caller. I don't know uh, why you're being so doubtful about this. I think it's <laughs> correct. <laughs> this all sounds great to me. I want more buttons. I think there should be more buttons on the podcasting room. Return to tradition, and by tradition I mean radio mm-hmm. from the nineties. Let's get some yeah. fart noises from the from the sixties. Uh, yeah, yeah, when you could when you could say some real like a good amount it's, of racial slurs. It's Chaz and who watches the Watch Crew, and we're coming you weren't, to you. You weren't allowed to say like your ear holes. Yeah, you weren't allowed to say like sex or penis, but uh, you could say you some can, real hateful like stuff horn. about oh, every minority. Yeah, you could you could be a I British radio. Should, I'm not saying that we should go on the radio and be racist. I'm saying that we should just have a radio show. Br- That's what I'm saying. Be a British you know, we don't have to be racist. <laughs> I would just oh so so you so you just like you go and harass grieving parents of dead children. I would love to do like cool girls. They're really attractive, and I'm a 45 year old man, and they're really cool and hot. Yes, um, 45 year old man. I like um, to hang out outside. Oh, now here's yeah. Frank Zappa. <laughs> I think it's a great idea if we if we started like a relationship advice show where people like call in and uh, and tell us about their relationships problems and we're just like dump him dump her uh relationships are for cowards and uh so like you're fucking up your own life you have a child that's that's a real um i just feel like i think i don't know girl but i think you should cheat on him i feel like that's (laughs) just a lot of podcasts i think you should cheat on him yeah that's probably it's true. Probably a- I think there is a lot of dating advice podcasts. Yeah. Which probably tells yeah. you something about dating, which is that you're getting the advice from the wrong people. Yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> well, it's been a thing all all the time. Like these these radio shows are real. Like they used to exist and uh, probably do to this day. Yeah. yeah. We should. I would love. I mean, I would love to do like. I would unironically love to do a morning radio show if I were paid for it. But yeah, me too. Um, Hey, Unfortunately, listen. I have to clock in. If you, <laughs> you like what I'm putting down here, give me money to talk yeah. into a radio. Uh, you see, I wouldn't be good at it because I'm doing too many ads. Yeah, give me money to talk into a radio microphone on air live, and that would 
I think that would fix the world, maybe. Yeah, and we'd never you know? leave a second of dead it would, air it would cure anywhere some in this radio yeah, no, station. No, there would be no I wouldn't no say, um, uh, uh, I would never say, um, uh, or anything uh, of those of that nature. We're keeping uh, the air alive. Wow. Oh, the thing is, but... This is a crazy show, folks. But those radio guys have it so, have it so easy, like... I think I think the real hard work is podcasting, to be honest, because uh, we <laughs> yeah. have all this dead air. We have all these like uh, connection problems. Those radio guys just like drive up to the studio. They have like their huge sound boards. They have like they buttons even, for all kinds of like, clown you know? horns. Yeah, clown yeah. horns. And yeah, they don't need to edit. It's just live. They just like clock in in the morning, clock out at twelve, and that was the whole work day. And they don't have to think about it. Uh, and nobody's gonna listen to it like after it has aired. I mean, I, this is literally what I was saying earlier, though. This is just streaming. What we're talking about is just, like, just being, yeah. being a streamer. Um, <laughs> being a streamer. So when we when we go pro scre- streaming Crusader Kings 3, <laughs> yes. that's what it's going to be like for us when we're getting those big streaming bugs. I, Which we will I don't respect streaming, except when we play Crusader Things 3. Mm-hmm. Crusader Kings yeah, 3. I, this is why we're good at podcasting. Yep, I'd be great on the radio, which is why I say... <laughs> exactly, this is why we make so, so many like <laughs> muffled words that don't make any sense. I've been fucking up my words so much yeah. recently. I think I'm having a, a stroke yeah, or a brain tumor. I swear I didn't used to speak um, this hesitantly, you know? Yeah, I used to be confident in my words. Maybe it's age. My brain's too big. Maybe I'm becoming my dad. Other people are going to have to finish my mm. sentences for me all the time. Sometimes I have like a podcast recording where I'm like, all the words like feel wrong that come out of my mouth. Like I feel like I, I suddenly become like really aware, like how I'm forming consonants, which like I wouldn't Don't do like in real yeah, life. Yeah, you form them terribly, Yanosh. Um, awful. You should, you should think <laughs> about it more. You're hitting, really, really you're hitting like it. a podcaster's. A podcaster's wall where you like can't go on. You've hit like the the blue screen of podcaster where you're just like I, the words they won't come. I can't get the words it's to coming come out, out my wrong. Mouth. They uh, are coming out, but it's it's, it's like they're, it's gabagool. No, it's, it's gabagool. Gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, no. uh, Tiffany is made Kelda. She meets the she meets a big blue lady, and we learn that Fiegels work like bees or ants, except like the other way around. Yeah, rather than like there being loads of females, it's loads of males. Yeah, they and also maybe like, died, and this is their heaven. They they think that they're already dead, and that this is heaven, and this is the afterlife because it's so full of great stuff to fight and steal and eat. And Which stuff. I think might actually be um, taken from some ideas of Celtic, uh, broadly speaking, Celtic archaeologists don't like using that word, um, but people use it Celtic mythology no, and cosmology. Um, that they this is the this is the afterlife how do we know that prove that how yeah how do you know it isn't (laughs) oh okay you can't use devil's proof on archaeological like no i gotta be honest i do sometimes experience like bodily pains and shit yeah if this was the afterlife why would i have not got that job yesterday when i did an interview for it you know what i mean sorry chaz that's right you're getting another job (laughs) I, I work part time. I need a a mid a middle job. <laughs> I need a second job so I don't yeah. die of no. Some feed. people don't even have one job, and Chaz is shooting for a second one. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's Leave the greed which I'm for known for, baby. I have sort of a second job. You already have a job like in the same place, <laughs> and 
Yeah, yeah I'm the only one here who works full time. Yeah. So. <laughs> full times for losers who want to go on holiday sometimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah um, what was I saying? Yeah. So females work like bees. There's loads of male. Basically, there's one main queen female who's the Kelder, and she gets. She has a, a husband. Yeah. I yes. think the big man. Uh, she has one husband and the big man, and he like impregnates her a lot. And she gives birth to loads and loads of tiny feagles. And then they, that becomes like the colony. And occasionally she'll have what, like one or two daughters. And then they have to go off and start their own. They have to go like marry elsewhere because everyone's related to them. And occasionally. Um, and which just is, like termites. So, so, the queen. This is some crazy. This is some crazy just shit. Just like termites, the queen is like much, much bigger. She's like really huge. Yeah. I mean, she's still like six inches high. But she's, she's really big. huge. She's big and she's she's just birthing constantly. This is mm. this is some crazy shit, Terry. That Terry Terry is writing his ideal society. I think <laughs> Terry is like For this kids? is Plato's. Only, only, do you think there's any? Only do you think there's any parents who are like they got their kids like this book, but they um, they didn't have the talk yet, which my parents never did. Like I I had to learn like from context clues and from like school. Uh, yeah. And they read it, they get, they get there, they, they read this book to their children and get to the part where it's like, well, Tiffany knew that children were, um, created by, um, hardcore PIV sex. Mm hmm, mm hmm. Yeah. Um, right. Thomas More's Utopia. <laughs> Plato did write the Republic. <laughs> yeah, Thomas we, More we, said this about that. Were you just checking that? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew it wasn't Plato. I was like, why did I say that? <laughs> yeah, couple of couple of decades between those. Yeah, just a few, a few years. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, it's yeah, very. So Tiffany, it is, very Tiffany is like, yeah, I I know about intercourse. I've seen sheep fight. Yeah. yeah, she's like, I know, I know about how the sheep work and when they're giving birth, and I know that they put like red chalk bags on the front of the rams so that you know, like mm-hmm. which which are going to be the lady sheep who have. It's birth. called rattle. 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 Um, and it's perverse. Um, and, and so she's like, yeah, I, I'm aware, I'm aware of how sex works. I know a thing or two about the, the birds and the, and the feagles. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Kelder's like, listen, your brother's in fairyland. You've got to go get him. We'll help you. But you have to be Kelder because you've got to like look after, you've got to look after the clan before then the new one comes. So Tiffany is a big Kelder, which means that she look has after to. Them because they're dumb as <laughs> yeah. shit. Because they're dumb as That's shit. That's what she they're says. Not very, they're not very good at being, like, functional. <laughs> and my sons! They're dumb! Hey, my, look at all my stupid sons. <laughs> <laughs> they're not the smartest. They're good at the fighting. Mm, not very smart. <laughs> they couldn't find a meatball Brains? or a bowl of linguine, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. That's that's enough anti-Italian uh, sentiment for one day. Yeah, not yeah. enough. And then the, the Kelder promptly the dies. Tea later, I'm going to be so anti-Italian. After drinking, Kelder then she dies. Um, first of all, the Gonagall plays a sad tune on the mouse pipes, um, which is a tiny bagpipes that is too high for the human the human ear to perceive, and it's very beautiful, probably. And then the Kelder dies, and everyone's very sad and upset. Um, and they're like, yeah, Tiffany's the new one, and there's a bitchy young female feagle who's like, mm. ugh, 
she can't be the she can't be the Kelda. That's bullshit. Um, and Tiffany's it's like, wrong damn, to hate a little women- girl. <laughs> But women I should do. Su- women should support women. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with this I bitch? Mean, fair enough. It is a weird thing to do to make a nine-year-old girl who's like <laughs> five times your height your, your queen. Yes. Listen, it's not unstrange, uh, but she doesn't have to be a bitch about well, it. I think it's normal. Yeah. If uh, if there was like a five times as big like a girl and she said she is my queen, I would have no choice but to say I guess. Yes, <laughs> slay queen, <laughs> um, slay. And Tiffany's talking to the toad and she's like, "Please tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. I don't know." And he's like, "You could ask nicely. Stop being a little bitch child." <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just a toad. Hey, I'm hey. I'm just a toad. <laughs> hey. Hey, um, and then she what she does is she's like, okay, I'll marry Rob anybody, uh, but I'm going to name the day, and we'll we'll get married when like the mountain at the edge of the world is like destroyed by the bird that knocks the the tip of it with his beak every year. Um, and ev- and everyone's like, that sounds real. <laughs> we'll go, we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, they're like Rob anybody is like, wait a second, that's not. Oh, oh I I I'm picking up on what you're putting down here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, is it Fiona or Finn? I can't remember. She's like, that's Fionn. some bullshit. What are you talking Fionn. about? Fionn. Fionn. Yeah, yeah and they're like, that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. And then some of the other people are like, hey, if we went over there, we could probably we could probably wear down <laughs> that mountain faster than <laughs> Darth Woolly. <laughs> oh, it has to be the bird. It has to be a wee bird. It's got to be the bird. It's got to be the little birdie. Um, and then they all they all charge off because it's time to go to Fairyland and rescue Wentworth. Which so Tiffany has to find the entrance. She goes to the Standing Stones where she knows that there's like something fucky going on, and she reads her book to impress them. And then she manages to find the door, and they sort of they already knew where it was. So they're not like that impressed, but they're like they're very supportive. Everyone's just like kind of helping her on on the road to being a witch. You know, <laughs> they're so cool. I love the feagles. They're really fun. And there's more, yeah, there's more, like, witch stuff here. I mean, this is a lot of stuff that, you know, is familiar to us from other younger witches who we've we've met in the past. It's, like, the sort of realizing that being a witch means having to, like, help donkeys that are being beaten and old ladies who are in trouble rather than doing cool, fun magic. It's mostly just being kind of put upon and trying to do your best for the community. Yeah. It's um, being a social worker. Which yes. means trying to help people and people don't want to be helped half the time. Yeah. Yeah. I have a track record of like some of the worst people I've ever known were like studying to become a social worker. That's real. Yeah. It's the same it, it as witches. No, 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 it's the same as nurses. No job makes you a good person. No. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, do you think this means that the guy from It's a Wonderful Life is a witch? Yes. Uh, sure. I thought he was an angel. I agree. No, not him. The main oh, guy. Yeah, it could be. I haven't seen it. Yeah, he has first. Oh, you haven't sight, seen it. He has second thought. It's about a guy. It's oh, like I, really I weird because you you sort of know the memes, but yeah, no, it's just like he spends his entire life like uh, having to give up on his dreams to like help his community and stop people and like stop the town from starving. 
um, and just like helping the people around him and he just like fucking hates it but he just keeps doing it because that's what he's supposed to do and what's yeah. he sort of what he wants to do it's great um, because you it's a good movie. Uh, you get like you get like an insight what it was like when like Jimmy Stewart was like the type of pe- people like the type of guy people thought was normal yeah Jimmy Stewart yeah like he was, he was always playing the everyman character. He's the type of guy that has not existed since like 1960. Yeah, there is no one. There is no Jimmy Stewart these days. Yeah, no. it's a good. Film. You don't get that physiognomy they, anymore. They couldn't make Vertigo today. No. Nineteen. <laughs> well, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to make Vertigo today because of political correctness. <laughs> yeah. Because of political correctness, they wouldn't be allowed to make Vertigo today. Yeah. People would be like, I don't understand. Is is she the same person or is she not the same person? And it'd be like, is she blonde? Are you allowed to be blonde and then not be blonde? That doesn't make any sense to me. Great film. Um, Spoilers for Vertigo. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's about how men are disgusting. Yeah. yeah. It's about... I think my favorite thing about Hitchcock is like how he treated his actors. Like, yeah. actors are a machine. You, you're cruel to them and you get acting out. Mm-hmm. It's just how it works. Yes. Yeah, that's how I see my co-hosts on this podcast. <laughs> does a director talk to his actors? What does a butcher talk to his cattle? Yeah, you're on me. Is a me. fake quote I just made up. <laughs> well, you said it's something good, similar. It's a good quote. Wow, Hitchcock didn't say that, but imagine if he had. Wouldn't that be fucked up? <laughs> okay. Tiffany goes to Fairyland, and there's all these things. It's mostly snow. And like weird trees, and like the landscape can't quite decide what it wants to be. And there are these things called dromes that are like horrible, big, fleshy, white things. Um, they're Tory politicians, and what they do is they like put you in a dream, and they like because they like to watch people dream because they don't have an imagination. And then they go in the dream and try and make you eat food. And if you eat food, classic shit, then you're you're stuck in the dream forever. And they get to continue watching your dreams until you die. And then they wait for you to rot. And then they slip yeah, you it's up. It's real pants labyrinth um, shit, you know? The guy with the eyes yeah, in his hands. Very, very true. Mm. Yeah. Which I love. It's great. It's like, yeah, fairyland stuff is always like, if you eat, then you can't mm. leave. Uh, Roland is here as well. Roland is the, the Baron's son who went missing. And everyone blamed that old woman who then died. And he's just also trapped in Fairyland. But he's like been here a bit long and it's got a bit weird. So he, we see him and he's hunting. Yeah, and at one point they, there's a great bit where they're sharing a dream from a drone. And it's I think it's Roland's dream because it's about like a big ballroom, like we said before. Um, yeah. And she, ha- she has to find the drone in the dream. And she sees it, what she thinks is it. And then she sees Roland. But it's actually the drone is making itself look like Roland's and she cuts his head off with a frying pan and it's pretty cool. I like when she's like, uh, I want a sword. This is my dream so I can get one. And it's like way too heavy. <laughs> so I, want a, I want a smaller and more manageable sword. Good bet. And then she fucking kills Roland. But whoa, it's not. Woo, it's not Roland. Um, maybe it should have been. Bit where like, I mean, Chaz, wasn't this the moment for you where you're like, oh, I'm not like Tiffany at all when she was like, Oh, I really need to eat that cheese. Yeah, I was like, yeah. damn, the illusion is broken. Be... She's so obsessed with the cheese. She's gotta she's gotta fucking get that it cheese. Used to be relatable. <laughs> Down to two stars from five. 
<laughs> yeah, too. Uh, I was re- it was relatable up until the cheese bit, and now I just don't think that I can relate to yeah. Tiffany anymore. Sorry, Chess. You just um, uh, this th- these days you couldn't uh, write we Freeman because uh, the politically correct lactose intolerant left. Chess does not understand cheese. Yeah, it'd have to be vegan. It'd have to be vegan cheese. She doesn't understand yeah. cheese. And cheese. No. And yeah, those things are so different. <laughs> <laughs> so strange i guess the breadth of my ignorance really is yeah. huge that's that's so sad the two, the two poles um, of human understanding are chalk and cheese and yeah chalk and cheese just doesn't exactly. get either yeah uh, and then there's like four drones on like leads that she sees in the distance she gets separated from the fegals and uh she goes into some sort of like big dream she's like this is gonna be a tough one and then that's the end of where, where we've got to so far so pretty pretty fun we have uh we meet the iconic character uh not as big as medium-sized jock but 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 small jock jock yeah jock 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 there's an extra jock on the end yeah because the the last jock is extremely important um yeah he's training to be a he's trying to be a goner he does some bad poetry and that's how they defeat some of Mm -hmm. the dogs which I think is very I do funny. Like the war poetry. Um, it's real. It's a real. Yeah, this is how Janosch feels about poetry. Yeah. So yes, if you do this to Janosch, <laughs> then they'll do the. They'll be like just like these dogs. I'm gonna be like ah ah. Get these poet. Get these rhymes away. Get these rhymes. Get these rhymes away from my delicate ears. They cannot cope with. I the believe rhymes. that the um calling the poets and musicians the bards gonagles is actually a reference to William McGonagall. Yes. Yeah, it is. That's why it's yeah. William the Gonagall. Yeah. yeah. William the Gonagall. Yeah. It's very funny. The yeah, they do. It's been he does some, he does some by fun Harry Potter, stuff with Scottish stuff. What, William I don't, don't recognise that as a. <laughs> should, should we read some? Should we read some William McGonagall? Okay. Yeah. Um, this is the. What's your favourite? The first McGonagall. The first bit of the Tay Bridge disaster beautiful railway bridge of the silvery tay alas i am very sorry to say <laughs> that 90 lives have been taken away on the last sabbath day of 1879 which will be remembered for a very long time for a very long time <laughs> yeah oh, I, I like this shit i think I he's a think genius it's, like, it's kind of cool that there is like one guy who has been like embraced by the literary world as like patron patron saint of bad. Oh, just being being bad at poetry, yeah. just like doing something, and then just this being really fucking bad the at Florence, it. And they're like, we must preserve this poem for all the time. Foster Jenkins so of poetry. Yeah, literally. Ooh, when they built, when they rebuilt uh, the Tay Bridge, um, he wrote this beautiful new railway bridge of the Silvery Tay. Really like silvery tay, doesn't he? With your strong brick piers and buttresses in so grand array, and your 13th central girders, okay. which seem to my eye strong enough for windy storms to defy. Do you think it's like um, like a Tommy Wiseau thing where he's like, everyone knows I'm a bad poet, and now I'm really famous for it, so he has to like keep trying to be a bad poet. Like he's like really like milking being bad at it wonder. so that he gets like publicity. And from what I heard, there was like a. Uh, uh, podcast I listened to where like a listener wrote in that that he went to a showing of the room where Tommy Wiseau then decided to also film like a crowd scene for his upcoming movie that he's trying to do for a second oh movie that he's trying to do now. We don't and, watch uh, it. And the listener was like, I can't. I, 
I I can assure you he's still like incredibly incompetent and like yeah. he was trying to d- direct the crowd and everyone else was trying to co-direct him because he was so like even if he tries to lean into like yeah his own status he's still just like too like genuinely incompetent to like yeah I guess some people have special souls yeah they just have the ability I don't know I mean I, I haven't met Mr. McGonagall I don't know what he was like uh, maybe he made. Maybe he did make them bad on purpose. I think. I I hope not. I think the first one is definitely bad accidentally. I'm just saying, you know, maybe, maybe he, he maybe was he was like, leading into it. Maybe he was like, oh, I'm so bad. It was in the month everyone, of December. Everyone was wants like another bad. Everyone wants another bad poem from me. I better. Yeah. I better step it up. Another bad yeah. poem. It was in the month of December and in the year 1883 that a monster whale came to Dundee. Resolve for a few days to sport and play, and devour the small fishes in the silvery tay. Fucking hell, man! Find another adjective for the tay. Silvery tay again, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like a musician. He's like a. It's a sort of theme. He's like a, a rapper where he's just like bringing up the same themes in his. It's yeah, a light motif. I mean, you could make a. You could make a silvery like, tay. You know how sometimes, um, how sometimes the clown, the symbol of funniness everyone That's thinks true. clowns are so funny That's but true. sometimes they cry like one single tear because they're because um, deep inside well it's because it's the funniest souls. thing of all the funniest thing of all is a clown that is experiencing distress <laughs> so <laughs> what they're kind of giving the crowd state has been like the past few episodes yeah yeah i i like to think of myself as a as a sad clown um or at least I like to. I like to see it as everyone enjoys the sad clownery that I that I bring. You know, like I'm not purposefully being sad, but my sadness brings joy, mm-hmm. and therefore, yes. the universe. The is listeners in are the listeners are like gathering around and uh, standing in a big half circle and pointing and laughing as you experience misfortune after misfortune. Yeah, they're like, oh, nothing. Surely, nothing bad could happen to her. She's after so this bad thing that just happened to her and yet you know and yet and yet the things keep happening to me and i'm like standing you know i'll just be in a situation that i'm like this would be this would be terrible as it as it is but also i'm experiencing a feeling of intense diarrhea and the only bathroom is in the kitchen attached to the end and the door doesn't close properly and i'm like maybe <laughs> This is hell. <laughs> Someone's house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's to get this a big block of so cheese. I was, I, was, I was with a group of uh, friends and, and a man I used to date. Um, oh, did this really it, happen? And his ex. Yes. <laughs> and they all listened to you having <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> Sometimes I think that God wants me to kill myself. <laughs> Well, I don't think he does. <laughs> and I just defy I'm defying the heavens by the the sheer fact of my of my existence. No, I mean, or maybe he, made he just a, wants me to be a funny clown. He made a bet with the devil. Yeah. Um that he can tor- torture you all you want. And if you kill yourself, the devil wins. Um but yeah. if you don't, then God wins. And what's the moral of this story? I don't know. I the don't moral know of why the story they had to do is that to sometimes things sometimes <laughs> things are tough. 
What does God win if you win a bet from the devil? He's already God. He gotta get gets Job's soul. <laughs> he can he just proves like, the devil wrong. He can just make money if that's what he needs. You gotta spend money to make money. Yeah, that's, what I heard. that's that's so true. So anyway, like you know how there's sometimes a clown who is like everyone is pointing and laughing, but deep inside is a tortured soul. And maybe maybe that's the real tragedy of William McGonagall. And, uh, they could make a bit a great like prestige biopic. Out of this, uh, where he's like Ooh, played by Gary, writing Oldman. good. Uh, there you go. Played by Gary Oldman, William McGonagall played by Gary Oldman in a fat suit. For... Oh yeah, like the the most ungodly prosthetics you've ever yeah. seen on a human. Despite man. the fact that William McGonagall so was much prosthetics. <laughs> directed by Sean Penn. Yeah, but we've got it. We've got to update. <laughs> directed by Sean Penn. Uh, directed by Sean. What's Penn, up with Sean Penn? Uh, who? I, I don't know. I don't know, man, but it's not good. <laughs> don't like that guy. I don't know. With co co directed <laughs> by Tom Tom Hooper, who uses like some cat CGI Ooh. on uh, on on Gary Oldman, where he's playing William McGonagall, who is writing, who has like who who does have like the real poet soul, and he's after he writes one bad poem, everyone loves him, and then he writes a good poem, and it's actually like really good, but nobody wants it, and but it's actually about like the tortures of his soul. So he has yeah. to keep writing those bad poems, and everyone is cheering around and clapping. Um, it's like a, it's about like a musician selling out or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like La La Land. <laughs> it's like La La Land. He's like, oh, I want to make real jazz, not this pop jazz, not this John Legend shit, not this John Legend shit. I hate this fake bullshit. Who does he think he is? <laughs> I'm the only real jazz musician left in Los Angeles. Oh. Ryan Gosling. Sorry, Ryan, it's very true. Gosling. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> what was he up I like to? Jazz. I, we know. You like jazz. We've been listening What's to a lot next? of jazz. John Duckling. What have you been listening to, Chaz? What, ja- what jazz? Chaz Jazz. I can't remember the names of any of the of the musicians because I'm no good at remembering the names oh, of things. Um, but I can I can send you pictures of the vinyls. Vinyls. Mm-hmm. Um, Miles Davis. Yeah, he's good. Charles mm-hmm. Mingus. Oh, I love Charles. John Mingus. Coltrane. These are just some of my oh, favorite fu- artists. Charles Mingus. I fucking love Charles Mingus. We love Charles good, Mingus. Do you ever think about how Norman Reedus named his child after Charles <laughs> Mingus, but rather than naming him Charles, named him Mingus? <laughs> <laughs> my boy Mingus. I did not know that. <laughs> Mi- yeah, and his name is his name is Mingus Reedus, and that was supposed Mingus to be Mingus Reedus. <laughs> <laughs> this is my son, Mingus Reedus. Cool. Okay. Mingus um, Reedus is also known as the clown. The clown. Yeah. Okay. Do we have any final thoughts on this book? Good book. Mingus Reedus. Uh, it's just great fun. Mingus Reedus, Peaky Blinders. It's great fun. Once again, he maintains a great sort of uh, historic archaeological mise en scene, natural naturalistic uh, of the of the chalk that I <laughs> okay. love. Uh, and yeah. then it goes straight into like weird dream trippy fairyland, which I also Ooh. love. What drugs was he on? Uh, this when he came up some with funny that. little Scottish men. It must have been really tripping hard to come up with concepts like these ones. What are some guys? Uh, you must have been smoking marijuana. Marijuana. Whoa, you must be smoking marijuana to come up with this marijuana. concept. <laughs> <laughs> marijuana. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think, I think it's a good book and I'm happy to, you know, 
I'm happy to be rereading it. It's been a long time since I last read it, yeah. so it's it's nice to read. There's some good stuff in it for kids. If, for if, kids, if yeah, that. really good. Yeah, I think it like like if we you said have last a daughter. Time, I... <laughs> like speaking of daughters, um... uh, oh, there's daughters here. <laughs> Where? So the callback to the start of the podcast. I didn't know um, that there were daughters allowed to be in the podcast. Yeah, um, you, could. Yeah, you should you should get them on this shit. Great role model for yeah. daughters. Yeah. Um, she's kind of cold and a bit uncomfortable. She can't really gel in normal social situations. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's very practical. Uh, you talk about yourself too much, Chaz. <laughs> <laughs> If you have a daughter, just call up call up Patrick Rothfuss because he really wants to give this book away to children. Don't call up Patrick Rothfuss. <laughs> Go to his house. <laughs> Bring your daughter to him. <laughs> Leave her with him. No. Legally speaking, we cannot advise <laughs> against that. <laughs> but we can't advise for it either. <laughs> I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> I think you can say don't leave your child with strangers. <laughs> just remember, just for like, you can leave them with Patrick Rothfuss. For normal, for normal reasons. Jolly Uncle um, Rothfuss. <laughs> Jolly Uncle Rothfuss. Um, yeah. Maybe you can peek. Uh, you can get. You can get her daughter to like get a peek on those secret uh, doors of get stone scripts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got her to to go and read those those books for you that everyone is very excited for um, and is looking forward to coming out. Yeah, probably. Def- yeah, I mean, fans of yeah, they're the... coming out just after um, the Winds of Winter or whatever it is. Yes, they're coming out at the same time, yeah. uh, which is coming out. Um, On... It's known. It was like November twenty twenty three or something. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, really that's close. when it's coming out. This one is coming out. <laughs> I'm starting to get worried it might not come out. No, way. I will. <laughs> um, don't, don't, <laughs> I gotta don't believe. Tell us to Kay. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, if the I think I think you know, if you're a fan of the Quote Killer Chronicles podcast, you might be like really looking forward to that book to come out. So we get like another like four episodes of that one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think maybe that's the only reason why I would look forward to it coming out because I do love that. I do love that both Killer Chronicle shit, and I, I love to hear you all be upset. So, <laughs> so maybe it should come out one day. Yeah, I, I decided to hear the reunion where you'll come back to talk about it in like fifteen years or something. <laughs> yeah, well, we're all like really old to have like mm-hmm. severe a bunch of severe medical conditions. Yeah, you've all got like rickets well, in, in um, fifteen years when you're like uh, in your <laughs> mid forties. In forty two. Yeah, basically dead. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, fucking humanity is gonna be like transcended to like a different uh, sphere of existence. Um, there's gonna be we're all gonna have Elon Musk's chips in our brains because mm, chips. they made us. They made us force. They made us force brain chipped um, with the monkey killing mm. chips. Yeah, getting those chips that make the monkeys go wild. They yeah. put the they put the chip in my brain, and I immediately am able to type out the whole of Hamlet on a typewriter. <laughs> 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 Just by typing randomly, it's crazy. Um, yeah, putting the asking them to put the put the chip in my brain like without narcosis, just so I can feel something. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't work. I still won't feel anything. It's definitely not pleasure, but. You know, they can put that chip in there. I mean, what have I got to lose? Um, asking for asking them to like 
drive an ice pick through my Ooh. brain. Hot. <laughs> Just so I can feel something. Trotsky. Mm. Yeah. Well, if we've got nothing else... Trip me up. Then we no, must, we must end this podcast. This podcast is too... Why are you still yeah. listening to this? Put a, put a bullet in its head. <laughs> you have nothing better to do in your life. Don't say that. You're not allowed to break it, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I can... Put this, put this down. It's knackered. Time for the knackers to bring it yeah. to the knackers yard. It's done. Turn it into glue. Turn me to glue. It's time. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening to Watch is the Watch. <sighs> if you enjoyed this, you can donate to our Patreon for three euros a month and get on oh, get bonus <laughs> episodes, or you can donate five and get your name shouted out in the podcast like oh. these people that Janusz has definitely pulled up the list of. Yeah, I have it all. I've been having it already. Uh, Jim. All right. Thank Charles. You. Stephanie. Thank you to Jim. Thank you to Davy. Dave. Dave Davies. Fernando. Fernando. Uh, but especially um, Terran. Whoa. Yo, the Nightmare. Tigony Progony. All these names. Uh. And on the I'm tearing and over the show Flash Raid, Jason Hage and Big They just keep fans. coming. They just keep getting less and less <laughs> names at the mm-hmm. end of the show. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't talk about a terminal decline. <laughs> you might say we're in our slump period. <laughs> Not cause and Chess yeah. is looking for a second job because <laughs> You don't say that either. Patreon. Wow. Yeah. That's because I don't put anything on the Patreon. Okay. Um, it's definitely not you, our fault that we <laughs> that we have abandoned our audience. With bad podcasts. People wanted to hear Everyone about Haley. What was her name? I know. Um, okay. Well, this has been Who Watches Watch. We'll catch you next time. Uh, have a good Have a good evening. Um, until then, Beyond Strong in the Arm is my uncle. uncle. Good. You faith. Um, fuck turfs. Fuck turfs. Uh, and also, good, fuck good job. turf, but spelled like fuck T-R-F. Ooh. Ooh, is that your new prone masturbation technique? Yeah. It's, on, it's on a grassy lawn. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Turfs. Uh, on a grassy knoll. Fuck, uh, fuck on the grassy knoll. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just like the end of Crash. <laughs> Getting serious dome on the grassy knoll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and, uh, bye. Big rip to D- Discord Monthly. <laughs> RIP to Discord Monthly. Uh, we barely knew Pulling you. Out. I hope you've got to a better Didn't place. I know you at all. I hope bye. you're Bye. 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 Bye.